Oh yeah, baby. We're back. Feels good. It's 2024. It's been a long time. Oh yeah. TG Dub. TG Dub. TG Dub. It's good to see you there in the corner. Oh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. We are back. Oh, Grayson, we're back. And as you can see, it's a new TG Dub. It's a new year. And we're here so, for the chair. So why not some new branding? Why not new branding? Yeah. We've got a new logo. We do. We're going to check us out on Instagram. You see do. that? It might not be the favorite logo, but we're no. getting there. We're getting we're there. Getting there. We're, we're going to keep it simple this year. No more luchador mascots. No, no, no need. No need. No uh, need. New music. New music. But, you... but, but new year, most importantly. Which oh. means more podcasts. Which means happy new year. Happy new year, buddy. Yeah, How's it been? Let's, let's, let's get, we'll get into all this wrestling malarkey in a minute. How was your new year? It's been fantastic, mate. I spent the uh, time with the little one at home. Yeah. Little one and the wife, obviously. Oh, yeah. But just had a chilled one. That was it. That Baby was it. went to bed at 8 o'clock. No we, partying. No, we got to 12 o'clock, 12.01, in bed. No Grace and Green came out on New no, Year's Eve. No, no, Grace and Green. Not no. this year. What a shame. Yeah, I had a chilled one with the family, as you do. Uh, but, like, you know, it's revitalized, relifted, re-energized. Ready to go. Ready, Ready to go again. Exactly. Can't wait for this year, mate. Can't wait. There's so many things happening this year. I can't wait as well. We did miss the last couple of events, but that was due to unforeseen circumstances that were out of our control, uh, both personal and, and not. Uh, but we've got a whole new year ahead. But before we get into that new year, should we look back at the one that's just come? We should, just mate. been, sorry. Oh. Um, what a hell of a year. Some amazing moments. This is going to be a podcast going through all things DXB. We're going to run through our best moments of the year, best matches of the year, best you know, predictions, whatever it may be, it's going to be the best of the best all from last year. Uh, and it was one hell of a year. It was, the forget breakout star, this was the breakout year for DXB. It was. It was also the breakout year for TG Dub because we've only just started in January last year. Was it January? It was January. Oh, so it's a year. It's nearly a year. Yeah. A year. When we talked to Shaheen, we went to our first match in January. Wow. We talked to him. We were talking about things. We watched the match. We were yelling from the top. It was me, you, uh, our wives as well who were there. Mrs. Green and Miss yeah. Romano, you're damn right it was. What an amazing moment. So yeah, it's been full circle and here we are again, a fresh new year with the podcast flowing. But like I said, this was a massive year for DXB. It was very exciting. I mean, the momentum they built towards that middle part of the year, then leading on towards the last quarter as well. It was absolutely fantastic to be a part of and to watch. Uh, and we are going to do our best to try and harness it into a podcast and try and go through our favourite moments and we will put them to a poll as well. Isn't that right, Grayson? We're going to put them on Instagram. We'll have our answers. You'll have yours, Grayson. We'll have our two favourites of the year. And then we'll put them on Instagram in a poll. And you let us know. You can have the final decider. We'll let the, the, the fans, the TAG, TG Dub. Sorry, it's been a while, Grayson. The TAG. <laughs> the TGW Illumini. That's it. Vote for what the real winner is. Should we start heavy? Should we go in? Let's go heavy. Let's I go. want to go with a big one here. I'm going to say, Mr. Green... Can you please give me your match of the year for WrestleFest DXB? Match of the year. Oh, that's a tough one. It is a tough one. But you know where I went for? Are you going straight in here? I'm going straight here. Let's My match it. of the year, which yep. I absolutely loved, and because it had a controversial ending. Right, okay. Do you think, do you know? Do you know? My match of the year was Dan Maloney versus Shaheen at Fever Dreams. Wow, that's massive. That's massive. And the reason why I loved it was because it was out of this world match. It was an unbelievable match. Dan Maloney coming in as well. It was one of his final appearances here as well, I believe. It was. And it was the appearance of the ankle injury of Nova, oh, Nova Knox, Knox. Who got came injured in. earlier on in the evening. He did. Injured. And then he cashed his medallions in at the end. He cashed in and won the belt. And we lost our, we lost our everything. And that's why it was so important to me. Because wow. we thought he was out for an ankle injury. 
And we he thought he was great. out. He sold it amazing. For months. We thought, there's it. Nova Knox is gone. And he was on the road of a lifetime. My favourite at the time, Nova Knox. Gone. At the time. The galactic superhero. The galactic yeah. king. My everything back then. My everything. Until Ali Reza came in with his grey joggers. Oh, we know My about that. everything. And then he cashed in. He did cash in successfully. Successfully. And he won the world title. He did. He did. That's a great one. So, yeah, that was that Fever Dreams, was it? That was it? Fever Dreams, yes. Wow, what a performance. Yes, yeah. and Nova Knox with the heist of the century. It was. Over two amazing superstars who we thought, well, one's going to leave with the belt. Yeah. <gasps> but that had the stipulation in as well. The loser had to leave DXB forever. Yeah. And Shaheen started to take his boots off. He did. And we thought it was the end of Shaheen yeah. in DXB. We thought it was the end of Maloney. Yeah. And Shaheen actually did take his boots off. And he left the ring, got a standing ovation, and Dan Maloney, I think, ran back in and said, get back in that ring. You're not, you're not going in a Brummy accent. Yeah. Not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> get back in there. And, and that was it. What a great... You know what? Fair enough. Yeah, that, I was love a, it. that was an I absolute that belter. Yeah. Um, I mean, how do I compete with that? Well, who are you going for? I'm going with my match of the year. Well, I want to hear this. And it wasn't that. But that was there. That was in the memory. Now, I don't remember the name of the event, but I do remember it was our first big moment on comms. Ooh. And that match of the year was none other... Then Shaheen again, taking on Francesco Akira. Ooh, was that, was that Zero to Infinity? Zero to Infinity. Zero that to was Infinity, it. yes. Unbelievable event. The event itself was amazing. We got to interview Akira before that, talking about going on one-on-one with one of the best stars in Shaheen. And that match was just, I mean, to be there and witness such a high technical match, it was one of the highest technical match I've seen live. I've been to Manias, I went to All In, everywhere. That was unbelievable. That was when it was like... Phew, the whole state, the whole arena was just off the feet. The, the the chops, you could taste them. Akira really, obviously we know a cat about Akira anyway. We wanted to see if Shaheen could could, could compete with yeah. the likes of Akira. Obviously he was a IWGP tag team champion at the time. He was, well, junior. Yeah. So that match was just unbelievable. It was 100, 100 miles an hour. It was just, I mean, just pure power. Akira, I, I mean, I didn't know he had that kind of power in him. He was just beating down Shaheen at points. Shaheen came back. And I believe that Shaheen actually showed that in the dojo is his uh, impressive match, his stand-up match as well. Oh. So he confirmed with that as well. And obviously it's on YouTube. It was our first commentary gig on YouTube yep. as well. And it did great numbers. And I just think, yeah, Francesco Akira versus Shaheen, the, the, the chemistry was just phenomenal. Uh, it was high pace, high octave action. And to me, that just stands out as, as my match of the year. I, I couldn't agree with you more. That is an amazing match. That was a close second for me, I would say, because I've never seen... The rope's been run as fast as these two did that It's night. ridiculous. It was... What felt like maybe about three to four minutes of the match was actually a 15-minute match. It was that good. It went so fast. It went so fast. Yeah. And it switched from back and forth. And the chops... You remember the chops on the outside Ooh, by Akira? Yeah. And then we had, we had... Luckily, we had the ambulance there because, it, you know, they may have needed... I think, I think Shaheen did need it in the end, didn't he? I think... He may have gone out on a stretch Checking or something. It was, it was just an absolute hellacious match. If you haven't seen it, go on Shaheen's uh, YouTube channel and check it out because it was absolutely barnstorm. It was absolutely fantastic. And that was kind of like, we obviously we had the Maloney match like you said. I think this was just, you know, because you've got to capitalise on their moments. Yeah. Dan Maloney, unbelievable match. But then to follow it up with Akira, to have an absolute bar. I think it came, I think it, did it start? Did it open the show as well? I think it might have been I a show it opener. Or it was second. Oh, it was or something second. It was second. It was, it was like, controversial. Yeah, we were like, oh, they're going to barnstorm it up. Then it's Akira and Shaheen are going to finish the show. Yes. But they didn't. They came out second. We lost our minds. We're we like, did. We lost our voices. The only thing, the only bad thing about that match, would I say that since it came on second, a lot of people 
during the transition, the uh, the middle part mm. ended up leaving when there was a intermission. It's hard to follow. Say. It was hard yeah, to follow, and that's was. no like discredit on the DXP wrestlers or no. anyone else who was involved in the event. It was a great event, but like you say, it is. It, I mean, a lot of people came to see Akira. Yeah, you seen him early. Why are you saying exactly? But if you haven't seen Akira, make sure you follow his Instagram as well. He's an amazing oh, he's athlete wrestler. He is performing at this world in New Japan at the moment, and he's had a great year. He's had an amazing year. United Empire, baby. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I mean, they're pretty good nominations for match of the year. Ooh. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the TGW Illuminati do say on that. Oh. Who do you think they're going to go with? I don't know. It's a it's a big one, but it depends. I think people tend to go for their favorite wrestlers sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Or if they've got because it was so early in the year. Well, I, this, do they is, remember this is my it? issue. I, I didn't. I thought it was on the cusp of being last, well, the year before. Yeah, twenty twenty two, but it was in January. It was a little bit before, after that, wasn't it? Well, I can't remember. It was very early, very very early on in the year. We'll have to see. I think it was round about. I think maybe it's round about March, March eighteenth. The Damaloni match. No, the uh, Zero Team oh, Infinity. Oh, the Akira, yeah, that was yeah, sorry, the Damaloni. Uh, Fever Dreams was the 21st of January. 21st of Jan. 21st so, of yeah, Jan. So, yeah, so that that was very, I was thinking maybe that was, but I would have still gone Akira anyway. Yeah. So, there are our votes. So, Francesca Akira versus Shaheen and Dan Maloney taking on Shaheen as well for another title match. Mine was a non-title match, by the way. Either and way, Shaheen's winning. Either way, Shaheen's winning. Yeah. But he didn't that night because Nova Knox. Exactly. And Akira beat him as well, I believe. Oh, there we go. So he's actually losing. Oh, he's losing. He might win this. <laughs> he will win this. Um, right, let's get into another one. Let's mix it up a bit. I've gone for uh, the best gimmick match of the year. Now, that's anything that isn't a one-on-one match. Obviously, not a tag team match. Anything that revolves around different rules or different weapons or anything like that. Uh, yeah, the best gimmick match of the year. Do you want me to go first on this one? Go first, mate. I, there was a few here that sprung to mind. Um, one being, uh, well, I, d- I don't know who you've got, but I'll, I'll say one that came to mind, mind. Jay Blade versus, uh, was it Cryptid in the I Quit match? Was that when he super kicked him off the, off, uh, the, off the balcony? Off the balcony. To fire Straight down. Yeah. And it was just an amazing moment. And I think that was the first time someone's gone off the balcony. They yeah, teased it, was... it a few times. Yeah. Actually, I think maybe Alex Windsor and Charlie Morgan, I think that, that may have been a time when they got off as well. But no one's been kicked off. Someone's jumped off. So that was an amazing match. Um, but I have had to give it to one of your guys, Mr. Grey Jogger, actually. Uh, Cryptid was in this match as well. It was Ali Reza versus Cryptid. It was a two out of three falls. I think it was the culmination of a great rivalry as well uh, coming into that. And uh, I think it was, uh, was it was it Cryptid who came out with a win at the end there, the two out of three falls. But I believe there was Thumbtacks. Um, was it a golden spatula or something as golden well wrench. golden wrench yeah uh tables chair there was everything uh and it, it it was just an unbelievable match and it was something that i think a lot of wrestling fans in dubai haven't seen in dubai it was kind of a, a trailblazing match to have things like thumbtacks and that i remember looking down at miss romana she went thumbtacks i was like i know i know yeah. so for me best gimmick match of the year ali Rezavi cryptid two out of three falls what have you got I've got exactly the same. <laughs> it was a great match. Honest, he's, he's my mate. He's my guy. Ali Reza. I love him. And, and I, love I, I think Ali Reza won because in the end, he got the golden wrench. Oh, he he got given the golden wrench at the end. He may have done. It was a sponsored match. I think it was the standout moment for Ali Reza. Wanted yeah, the big win. And we were losing right. our mind with the thumbtacks with everything. It was an amazing match, you know. I mean, do you remember what event that was at? I can't Ooh. remember what event that was at. I think they've gone, they're starting to go with not naming the events and especially this year coming up, from what I understand, they're not naming the events. What they should do is sponsor out the name of the events. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, we had, I think it was round about September, I believe. Yeah, that sounds September right. had no name on it. 
No name on no, it. September 9th, it had just a, it was just an event. Right, okay. Well, yeah. Ali Reza, and I, I had had doubts about Ali Reza. That, that was a fact. Because mm-hmm. um, we'd only seen him in two, three-minute matches in, in little spurts. Yeah. We'd never seen him go in a barnstorm. And did he have it in him? My God, did he have it in him? It was just, yeah. Like I say, that is my best giving match of the year. I'd watched that two fri- times, three times, four times on a Sunday. Because there was, was not best. many gimmick matches. There's not many. Very sparse. And this one's a standout one. I hope to see more gimmick matches this year, though. Yeah, we like gimmick matches. I mean, obviously, you don't want to overdo it. Give me a ladder match. Give me a ladder match. Give me a ladder match. A ladder, that's, I think that's the best gimmick match. That would have to be. The title's hanging off, though. Whatever title. It could be a new title. Well, it could be. It could be. But hang it up there. Hang it up there above the, uh, above the ring. It'd be great to have some kind of like X Division title. Oh, or what about a contract, a on, a po- contract on a post? Oh, what was, in the corner oh, on, on a flagpole oh, match. Oh, mate. <laughs> Stop the lights. Oh, WCW. Oh. We don't want any of that. No. Uh, but no, that's my best. Gi- I, 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 well, there's no poll for that then. There's no poll for that. Well, maybe we leave it open. People can vote for there. Maybe match. they put, maybe we find another one and put like it on. I say, Jay Blade yeah. was a great gimmick match uh, against uh, Cryptid. So Cry- Cryptid was the, is the gimmick master. Cryptid. Well, he's got a great gimmick he as does. well. Yeah. So it makes sense. Uh, should we get into a different one? So I, I'm going to go down. Let's go for this. Best multi-man match. Oh, best multi-man match. That is for me. Let me see what that is. It is Sexy Victory versus Zephyr and J-Blade versus Andy Wilde and Jason Reed. Wow. Absolutely. In the, in the title match. Barnstorm. What an that. absolute unbelievable match. Sacred Sands that was at. Yep. And I, I got to meet, well, we got to meet Andy Wilde before... We did a podcast with we him. Did. It's on our YouTube. It's on our uh, Spotify. It's on our Apple Music. We got to meet the man who was in that match. And what a gentleman. Oh. What Andy Reid. No, sorry. Andy Wild. Andy Wild. But Andy Reid is a tag team. The Wild Man. Yeah, the Wild Man. Jason Reid, yeah. Well, not the Wild Man anymore. He's changed that gimmick. No, he has. Yeah, it's just Andy Wild. Andy Wild. Was it? He's still a Wild Man. Is he still a Wild Man? Yeah, he's still a Wild Man. I thought that match was a brilliant. The, the suplexes, the, the big man in the ring just slamming each other. You had Zephyr and J-Blade who were sort of like the uh, the FTR of the thing where they were just the working chemistry in the, in the corner, corner working him. Yeah. And you had the two, the, the three big boys, I would say Sexy Victory and Andy Wilde. Jason Reed, not the biggest. Yeah. But the best hand in the group. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah great and time. Great, great, great teeth, teeth as, well. as well. Not as good as Johnny's. No, not as good as Johnny Hollywood. No, absolutely but not. those three men in the ring at one time, they were slamming each other. If you, oh, wish that. Wish they, they need to record these matches and put them on their own pay-per-view. Yeah. Because I would love to go back and watch this match again. It was an unbelievable. It was, it was a great was match. Because we didn't know. Because obviously we met Andy as well. I hadn't seen too much of him. No, not at all. First time ICW. I saw. I'd seen him with ICW. Yeah. I'd seen him in a, in a rumble actually. Because Grado went to the rumble. I believe oh. it was. Uh, and Jason Reed was in it as well. Um, but we hadn't seen too much. Obviously, when the and he, he, bless him, he, he did the interview with ourselves. Uh, I think it was like a forty-five minute interview. Yeah. And that was literally like an hour before he was set to wrestle. Yeah. So to to put that in and then to go. Uh, and put on one of the matches of the night. Uh, but for me, it wasn't the best multi-man match of that night. Oh, here we go. I believe that the best multi-man match of that night was Shaheen versus Ramsey versus Eli Hush in his final match versus Cryptid for the medallions. Oh, that was a barnstorm. That was the same event. Didn't Eli Hush get knocked out? Yeah, he got knocked out. Yeah. I think it might have been Cryptid actually got knocked yeah. out because Eli Hush did a springboard, didn't he? And he came yeah. straight, a toupee. Straight on to all of them. And I think Cryptid did a ring ding on his head. Oh, Not the first mate. Uh, concussion for Cryptid last year. Uh, but that match was just unbelievable. I remember they did qualifying matches. I think it was Shaheen versus Leighton Buzzard. 
just before that, and we saw like a like a four fifty splash or something. It was just an unbelievable event. But that that match really stood out to me because it was Eli Hush's last night, and we didn't know at the time it was Eli Hush's last night as well. And I believe when he did that two pay, he then ran and jumped into the crowd of all his friends, and it's the first time he'd ever dropped the uh, the mime gimmick Aww. ever. Uh, so to feel that emotion, uh, Shaheen is just Shaheen. Uh, Cryptid was just unbelievable, taking bumps like you've never seen. Ramsey, the cold-blooded killer, the technician as well, just worked brilliant in there. And like I say, Eli Hush was just an, an absolute standout. It, it was an unbelievable performance to end on. And he did wrestle like he, he knew it was his last match for DXP. Uh, the winner of that, that match was actually Ramsey, who took the medallions home. And then we know what happened with their medallions. He didn't waste them, did he? So that for me was the best multi-man match of the year. Um, any thoughts on that match at was, all? It was was that at press start? No, it was at Sacred Sands. Was that? It can't be a Sacred Sands. It was. It was at Sacred Sands. It was the same event. Was it? Yeah. Leighton Buzzard wow. had a qualifier match for the medallions. Yeah. Um, I think Cryptid had took on Ali Reza. Uh, I think El Muerto had took on you Eli, like, yeah. and it might have been Fires. I know Fires against Trent Seven. Someone else had took on uh, Ramsey. Yeah, I've got it here. It's uh, Ramsey versus Koya. Ali Reza versus Eli Hush and El Muerto versus Cryptid. Yes. Did they do the same four way? So the, the same four, night? Yeah, the four winners went on to oh, be I the co main event. Pay per view. No, it was, it was the same oh, event. It was the same event. That was a banger. It was that same night, yeah. yeah after Because Shaheen had that amazing match with Leighton Buzzard, which yeah. we did a post about yeah. with the 450. Um, what a match. That's right, because we were saying during that whole event that that was their WrestleMania. That was their WrestleMania, yeah. and it felt like it, it did, and it felt it was just amazing. Wow, that was the best. So that's my multi-man match of the year. In the same pay per view. In the same. I know. That's insane. I know. Oh mate, that was just the standout. Yeah. Um, so yeah, best multi-man match. So I've gone for Shaheen v Ramsey v Eli Hosh v Cryptid in the medallions final match, and I've gone for Sexy Victory versus Sifer Blade and Andy Wild and Jason Reed. But you know what, mate. Gonna bow down to you there. That's ah, a good one. That's that a good one. That is a good one. I forgot about that. I shouldn't have forgot about that. But that was now, a big one. Now you brought it up. I remember it. And the same event. Yeah. The same Jeez. event. Do you remember how hyped we were when that event got announced? That we just good. kept seeing yeah. different. Oh, it's just. Oh God. We'll get into that anyway. Yeah. Um, best title match of the year. Um, I mean, that could be the same for you because. Well, you take it. It's, take it away. It's going to be the same for me, but it's it's going to be the Dan Maloney versus Shaheen. Wow, of course that was a it's it match because as well. I was shocked. I've never seen a a more sinister sort of cashing before. We went out with injury. Everyone thought, ah, Dan Maloney and Shaheen, the loser leaves WrestleFX DXB. We're thinking, oh no, we're going to lose one person here, and then all of a sudden, Nova Knox shows up with an ankle injury and cashes in. With one of the best sells of the year. Best sells I've ever seen. That's probably best should be a category in it. So it's best in, sell of the year. It's insane. It sold us. It, it's that's why I blew up on comms because I was like, what is it going was on? So unexpected. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Really, really fantastic yeah. work. Um so your so that is your best I mean that, that goes hand in hand with best match of the year, doesn't it? It has to, yeah. Mine is very well, it's more recent actually. It was uh Ramsey, the hatchet champion, defending his title against El Guapo, Carlos Zamora. Absolutely fantastic match. Unbelievable match. Was that the one? Was that our last comps? Yeah, last comps. Yeah. El Guapo v Ramsey. It was back and forth. The crowd were with it. The match built at a really nice, steady pace. Ramsey being the technician and Zamora being a bit of a beast, bit of a power, but fast, uh, going off the top ropes. 
I think the contrast of styles really worked really well. Um, and it was Ramsey's best display, I think, in all of the XB. Never mind title. I think it was a fantastic display by Ramsey. One that it's going to be hard to, to, to match as well to keep that momentum going. Um, and took a lot out of him, by the way. And El Guapo, he's another one I'd like to see come back um, and maybe have a bit of a run as well. That's right, because we had, did we have Koya refereeing that? Koya came in. Yeah. Yeah, Koya was the ref, yeah, and yeah. he was a medallion holder yeah, as well. so we weren't sure what was going to happen, if he was yeah. going to cash in or oh, was gonna cash if he was going to count three at and the time. And Filipino, his fellow yeah. Filipino. Yeah. Um, but for me, that was obviously yours was uh, different matches, different, and that's why it's good to have different opinions. Yeah. But obviously, this one's more uh, newer on the brain. Um, but I'm still going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with the best title match of the year, Al Guapo, uh, taking on Thomas the Hatchet Ramsey for the DXB world title. That is a big, big surprise for me. You picked that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've got to mix it up, oh, haven't we? We do. Um, and yours was Dan Maloney versus Shaheen and the you know, Nots Cash. Yes, cash it in. was. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, yeah. I think oh, you're right on that ooh. one. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, there's more. There's more. What a great year. We need it this year. I think we keep track of them, but you know, yeah, we keep track. Maybe we uh, rate them out of five or whatever we do. Maybe, yeah. maybe we decide some sort of not a ranking, but Fine. maybe we do a tier list at the end of the year. Well, we do do the, the wrestling tier list. Yeah. The uh, power rankings. Yeah. Um, but obviously matches as well is something else to, to, to take account for. But like I say, there's a couple we missed, but I think we're doing well here. We're doing well. I think we're covering well. Yeah. Um, let's move on. I think this is going to be an easy one. Oh, um, Best live event of the year. Um, should we say it at the same time? Yeah, three, three two, two, one. Sacred Sands. Yeah, easy, easy. Unbelievable. Um, I mean, let's just run through it quickly. We had Fires taking on Trent Seven. Trent Seven putting the title on the line. Uh, we had, like you say, Andy Roberts, Jason Reed taking on uh, Sexy Victory uh, and Zephyr and Jay Blade. Just an unbelievable barnstorming match. We had the multi-man medallion match. Um, it, was, it was just... Uh, it was just absolutely fantastic. It was insane. I can run through it here with you. I got it because I was like excited. Yeah, to write tell this me, down. tell me, tell me. We have Leighton Buzzard versus Shaheen. Yeah. Byers versus Trent Seven. <laughs> Ramsey versus Koya. Ali Reza versus Eli Hush. El Muerto versus Cryptid. Nova versus MK. Sexy Victory versus Zephyr Blade versus Andy Wilde and Jason Reed. And then the multi man four way medallion. Unbelievable. Um, and I believe that was an MK won the title against Nova as well. It was, yes. So there was another title change. Yeah. But like I say, Trent Seven put it on. The belt as well on the line. That's insane. I mean, it was and the atmosphere. It was a WrestleMania. It was a WrestleMania of the It literally felt like, and that, the biggest compliment I could say is, it felt like a a, a real English indie show. It was because I walked in and I got to like meet Trent Seven. You know, I got to shake his hand. Yeah. And Andy Wilde and uh, Jason Reed, and then all the local heroes as well, like late or well, Leighton Buzzard, obviously international, but all the local ones like Shaheen Fires, uh, Ramsey Coy. I was like. All the local Something brothers. felt different that night when, when I walked in. It felt special, didn't it? It felt special. It just a buzz in the air. If you could like, bottle that up. If you could feeling. bottle that up and sell it at every event, mate. You're having a banger every time. But Look, you don't want bangers every time. But like I said, that was the mania. Yeah. That was the mania. And, and, and it's been hard to live up to that. But this is where it needs to be now. And that needs to be, you know, that can't have an event like that every two weeks or every month. No. But every quarter. Yeah, you need to. You know, like how WWE have the... Uh, Premium live events. The big four. The premium live events. Yeah. Premium live events, yeah. Yeah. They need to do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, obviously, they've got the deal with, with Trilla TV now as well. Yeah. So I'm sure all those events that are going to happen, they're all going to be televised now. Yeah. So it's going to be exciting. I mean, the backlog they've got as well. 
of those matches. Yeah. I mean, if I'd pay big money to go and watch. And we got Eve for free. Yeah, exactly. Do you think... Still bought the merch, though. We did. Do you think... Well, it's over there right now. Yeah, I got Trent yeah. Sevens there, yeah. yeah. Signed by Trent himself. Do you think that now it's on Triller that more international stars will have eyes on this product and be like, I want to go over there? I think it's a no-brainer, yeah, yeah. for sure. It just gives it more of a uh, legitimacy yeah. for me. Um, because, you, you, like you say, the most of the bigger companies, they're all on TV. You've got, um, you know, different... It's attracting the right wrestler, though, isn't it? Because there's a stigma around Dubai. Yeah. You don't want them to think, right, I'm coming for a holiday and not do any, like, duties, you know, like, th- th- there should be something in place where they come in and, you know, they don't just show up for the match. They, they actually, you know, experience some time with the fans or go and do a couple of interviews or, you know, there needs to be a bit more rather than just holiday because we've not been able to interview a couple of them. Yeah, it needs to be a build-up. Because they've it. just not been, they've been like, oh, well, I'm here for holiday. I'm going up to Burj. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a bit like, well, you're still here to work. Obviously, have a good time. Book a couple of extra days. Go yeah. do your thing. When you're in DXB, do an interview with us, do some different, you know, do some promos. Just, just make the most out of it and bring DXB up with you, especially if it's going on TV. Yeah, I think that they should do a 24-hour before and after policy. Yeah. 24 hours before the event, you promo the event, you're doing interviews, you're doing some social media, you're doing some stuff online, and then after event, you're doing some post-event sort of statistics, analytics, and talking to the right people, handshaking, doing meet and greets, do some cameos, doing whatever to promote the company. And yeah, Then, you do, then you do your holiday. And then you do your holiday. Yeah. So it's best of both worlds. Yeah. But for the pure reason it is in Dubai as well, uh, it's going to attract more stars. But for the pure fact that we've got homegrowns like, you know, like, like Nova, like Fires, uh, like Shaheen, uh, big talents here. Uh, I think more people are going to want to come. And obviously it's in the GCC and a lot of a lot of wrestling fans now due to what we do even doing in Saudi. Exactly. Uh, so it's just getting bigger and better here. But if we can get one or two similar events to Sacred Sands this year, I mean, it's just going to be a hell of a year. Um, so that, that, I mean, that wins without a doubt. Uh, should we talk tag teams? We can't talk DXB without talking the best tag team of the year. Um, I think we might have the same opinion on this one as well. I mean, I've, I've, I've stated my claim Yeah, the first time I've seen them together. Uh, Zephyr and J-Blade. Easy. Easy. Hands down. I think they had the best reign of the year. Um, the best tag team reign of the year. And I just think there's so much more to come from them. Um, I think they were fantastic all year. Zephyr, the, the skills that he has in the ring and bringing J-Blade along with him. Uh, they're just a great partnership in and out. And they have that chemistry together. They seem to like each other and they like to wrestle together. And uh, they've got a lot more to come, Zephyr and J-Blade. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely here. I put Zephyr and J-Blade as mine because they had the perfect heels and they to slow the pace down and become more like the FTR yeah. of uh, WrestleFX DXP. Uh, great chemistry. They actually promoted the belts a bit more as well, I yes. thought. They promoted the belts out. They came on the podcast. They did, but they just dropped them, But at least, a shame. Yeah, but I don't see any other tag team coming on the podcast. No, but no. they're fantastic. But they're fa- they are 100% fantastic. But I think... Uh, when they w- had the belts, they made them a bit more relevant than what they are now. They were main eventers for me. Yeah. The the the, the one reason I was excited to go and, and, and obviously obviously I want to see the whole show and come on the show anyway, but that was like the main, right, I get to see Jay Blade and Zephyr do their thing, defend their title. They should hold it for a year, two years, three years, four years. I, I like that. I like a long reign. I think they should have reigned for a long, long time. Uh, no discredit to, to Sexy Victor or anything. I think they're a fantastic tag team and they were due their, their dues. Um, but yeah Zephyr and J-Blade um, I think just flawless in everything they did and they got better every week uh, and they were taking on at one point sorry Grayson they were taking on 
international stars. Yeah. Uh, because you had the likes of the uh, the twins from think from Greece that came over, Cain and Abel. Yeah. Uh, there was more international stars that came over as well, and we thought would this would this start to be a bit of a thing that international stars come over? Obviously, we had Jason Reed and Andy Roberts, and they retained against them as yeah. well. We thought, is this going to be a long run of international tag teams coming over? Not just single stars, tag teams coming over. Uh, and then, obviously, making a statement, but it got cut short. Yeah, I would have loved them to reign into this year. Yeah. I thought they made their belts, like I said before, a lot more relevant. I don't know. I'm not excited to see the tag team belts being defended anymore. Well, uh, I mean... Uh, that's my opinion. That's just my opinion. I think the issue is there's not that many tag teams in DXP at the moment. I mean, just to think offhand, you've got Sexy Victory, you've got Nova and Fires who are in and out of tag teams. I tell you who could be a good little tag team, um, possibly Ali Reza and Cryptid. Are we their, segueing to... Yeah, yeah. putting their um, their differences aside to come together because they did a little cameo, didn't they, in a match and they teamed up and they were really, really exciting to watch. I did, and I put Ali Reza and Cryptid as uh, the next sort of tag team champs, but the only question I have about this is that on the website, Cryptid is no longer there. On the DXP website? Yeah. Every other wrestler is there, but Cryptid does not have a profile. Do we look into that? I know. It's a little bit... I saw that this morning. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go check the roster on the website. Everyone, uh, The people who have, are not in WrestleFest DXP anymore have gone from the website. But the person that stands out the most that's not there anymore is Cryptid. Maybe as Even Mish page. is there. Even Mish is there. Mish, Roxy's Mish. there. We, they're, they're all there. They're all there except for Cryptid. That's interesting. Ooh. That's something to look for. Not a little breaking news, but we might need to look into that a little bit more. Well, on I podcast. hope not because Cryptid's it, unbelievable. He's had a great year. So, yeah, but, ooh. Something to look for. Yeah, looks and look forward to. Well, look at you, you've been looking. You've yeah, got it's, it's them glasses. They I do know, help, yeah, don't they? I've been doing a little bit more research. Last year, I came in unprepared. Yeah. This year, I'm coming in with a little bit more digging. I mean, that a was a lot of controversy. Yeah. That was a lot of digging. It was. Um, but we're agreeing on Tag Team of the Year. Yeah, easy. Zephyr and Jay Blade. Hands down. Well done, boys. Uh, you deserve it. Uh, clap, 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 clap. Uh, right, let's move into another one here. I'm going to go for Feud of the Year. Uh, now, there's a few that spring to mind. Um, do you want to shoot, shoot on, on this one first or me? You shoot, you shoot. I'm going to go with, and it was close between a couple of different people, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Lamrod and KJ as my Feud of the Year. Uh, I think the continuity of it, uh, I think it went on for a good six months, really. Uh, it was building steady. There was ups and downs. There was twists. There was turns. There was great promo segments. There was great in-ring promo segments. There was contract signings. There was match arrangements. There was uh, retirements. Um, there was double crosses. It, it had everything. There was power bombs through tables. Statements made. KJ's gone missing now. I mean, Lamrod made a return as Carahan. I think in a feud, this had everything that he needed. There was great promos back and forth. And uh, yeah, my feud of the year, without a doubt, is uh, Carahan. Uh, but say Lamrod versus KJ. That is a banger. That is a banger. <laughs> it is a banger. See, I was I was going to go with uh, Krypton and Ali Reza. I mean, that is a banger. It was, it was a good one. But they also not only had a feud of the year for me, but they put it in the ring with some banger matches together. Yeah, they did. So I thought the feud with the payoff. I didn't see a feud with uh, Jay Lamrod, I'm just going to say, and KJ. I didn't see the payoff. Well, we weren't at the last couple of shows, though. So we missed the payoff. We missed the payoff. But, it, but it, I know that KJ is now gone. But it just dragged out a little bit too long. So I like a long feud. See, we're not in 1992 WWE where you have a feud over six months. You have a feud... 
couple of pay-per-views. We don't have enough pay-per-views to do a long feud. Yeah. Or enough wrestlers to do a long feud, should but I say. you do also have to get into that rhythm for when you do. So, yeah, true. I, I, I mean, I, I, it would have gone over, what, six or seven shows? So it's not that much. I think, I think the letdown there was the payoff not happening at Desert Warfare. The big match. Yeah, the big match, the five versus five, you know, yeah, the team yeah, versus yeah, team. Yeah. Well, we all anticipated that. If that happened, I would have said, Easy hands down. It was such down. a shame because it was in it was in June or July, wasn't it? And yeah. no one was here, and there was a lot of uh, different people on doing different things out of the country or whatnot. It's the summer in Dubai. It's, it's very hard, you know. There's, there's there's three months, three four months there yeah. that don't count in Dubai. So you you, you left saturated anyway. I think um, it was July July eighth round about then, I believe. That yeah, that sounds right. It. But the payoff didn't happen, and when the payoff doesn't happen, then I'm like. Oh. The initial payoff. Yeah, the initial payoff. The That's payoff did enough. happen in the future. Yeah. yeah quite, quite, I think it was the 11th of November at Desert Warfare where it paid off. Yep. Yep. But it just didn't have that immediate payoff that I like seeing. So, but it was a great feud. Great feud. Great, great feud. Um, but you didn't enjoy the payoff. Um, so yours was Cryptid and Ali Reza, is yeah, that right? I think so. Yeah, let's talk, Let's touch base on that a little bit. Um, you know my thoughts on Cryptid. Yeah. I think he's been fantastic. I love watching him in the ring. I think he's evolved so much. Ali Reza surprised me as well. And I think the biggest compliment for these two young wrestlers, up-and-coming wrestlers, are they bring the best out of each other. And it's a chemistry kind of like the, the Rock and Austin. Because when they're in the ring with each other... You can't take your eyes off it. They don't like each other, but they can't help get brought together like Rock and Austin did. They became friends. And it's kind of like, you know, we've beaten each other so much. We've gone, we've thrown everything possible. There can't be any animosity now because we've literally left everything on the table. We've done the the, the kitchen sink. Everything's been thrown at each other. Yeah, and we're both still standing. Because it's a fine line between love and hate between them. There is. It could go either way in 2024. It can. It could go to a tag team, or it could go to like, they're going to rip each other's heads off. It could. We but they've done know. that. They have done that. But yeah, to, to me, I mean, that's a, that was, I was, I was on the verge of Cryptid Adereza. Yeah. But a special shout out to them. You've obviously mentioned them as well, which is fantastic. So yeah, I, I think they're two fairly good picks. Um, Lamrod versus KJ and uh, Ali Reza versus Cryptid. I mean, one was based more in the ring action and one was more like storyline. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to stick with Lamrod, KJ, but yeah, uh, Cryptid, Ali Reza, that's a hell of a shout. I'd be interested to see what the votes are on that exactly. as well. Uh, we'll leave everyone to decide that, uh, the finale there. Um, which leads into kind of like a segue most improved wrestler. Um, and I've actually gone with Cryptid. And I, I've gone with Ali Reza. Are you going with yeah. Ali Reza? Right, so it all comes full circle yeah, in the end. Um, I'll touch on Cryptid initially and I'll let you have your little Ali Reza marathon. Um, cryptid, Cryptid, Cryptid. I remember when it was, it was Sacred Sons, I believe, and he was in the crowd. I don't know whether it was an injury or or whatever it was, yeah. but he wasn't on the card. And I remember saying to you, this this will either make or break the kid. Um, he's either going to come back and become a different level, or he's going to hang his boots up and say, I've missed out on the biggest event of DXB history. Um, and he went the other way. And since then, he's bulked up. He's mastered his gimmick. He's, he's it was more of a comedy, like it was more of like a cartoony, but he's it's more serious now. And his in-ring ability has gone fantastic. His draw ability, and my God, does he have a chin on him because the concussions he's took this year 
unbelievable and to to keep competing he's added promos into the game as well he did a couple of promos outside of dxb on instagram building up his matches which were posted and we were demanding more wrestlers to do that and he started with the initiative there he's done amazing things with ali reza backstage segments they're having fights in 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 garages and stuff like that and for me without a shadow of a doubt from someone who was kind of at the bottom a bit you know he's a bit skinny and he wasn't his total transformation of not just his body, his in-ring ability, his promos, everything. And I believe the crowd adore him now as well. He's become a household favourite. My most improved wrestler of the year has to be cryptid. I would say you're pretty spot on there because his character was a little bit sort of cliche yeah. back in the day. Like Doink the Clown sort of, you know, that sort of like yeah. wasn't really... And then you changed it, you flipped it. Massively. He went seriously. He brought went serious. in the mist as well. He changed his uh, outfit, attire. Yeah. Be a bit more serious. Jacked. Yeah. Got jacked. And I think he uh, absolutely turned that round. Yeah. Uh, in the later part of 2023. Mine is Ali Reza, like we said. But with Ali Reza, I think he's most improved, but only in the later stages of 2024. That's fair. I think he needs to little, be a little bit more committed to his wrestling. I understand what he does is can be great in the ring, but he can be better. He can be better. He can be better. He has the potential there. He's my boy. I love him. You know that. I love the grey joggers. I wore the grey joggers one day. You did. And yeah. he wore black ones. He wore black ones. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. But he needs to put the work in. He needs to put the hard yards in. I don't think he could ever change to a face. No, he's, he's a heel. He needs to be a heel completely. I would even have him not talk. I'd even have him as a manager. Really? Just a manager. You'd, you'd have him, what, a, a manager for him? You'd have someone be yeah. his manager. Yeah. Who would you be his manager then? I don't know who would be it, but I think he just goes in, bad attitude. Doesn't talk, kicks ass, goes out. Kicks home. ass. That's it. I mean, but, but does with all that being said, you said he needs to improve on certain things. Could he still be going down as your most improved? Because you said it yourself, he's not really improved. Well, he has. From in, where in, he started. Remember, he was having two-minute matches at yeah, the start. Yeah, of course, yeah. He's having two-minute matches, getting squashed, and then eventually had... One of the matches of the year. That's fair. Yeah. Well, Actually, he did with Cryptid. He's got the potential there, but I don't think his attitude is aligning with what he could be. Question. Question. Do you think Ali Reza's ability in the ring depends on the specific wrestler who he's in there with? I think a lot of wrestlers tend to do that. You know right. What I mean? But I think his, him and Cryptid have found a way that they just work off each other There's really, just a really well. There, yeah. But when he's with someone like maybe Al Muerto or D'Angelo, maybe not as as great. Right. But I think he's most improved with Crypto. I think they both helped each other improve this year. I agree. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Because Crypto yeah. versus J-Blade was great. Yeah. But, but when you see Ali Reza and Crypto, they helped each other evolve. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They came together and... And like you say, they both had kind of an agenda on the back as well. They both had to fight up that ladder. They've not been given anything. Nothing. No. I feel like it was almost them trying to prove themselves in that match. Yeah. That they are, they can grab that brass ring. Yeah. And maybe be, be a potential uh, champion in the future. But like we said, we keep going back to this over and over again. We can see a tag team coming out of it. I think it just works. It, I don't know how it works. I mean, we've had it in the past. Um, obviously, Daniel Bryan and Kane. I uh, don't know how that worked. There's been a load, actually, haven't there? There's yeah. been loads of examples. And it can work, but uh, I hope it does. I want to see Crypt and Ali Reza team up to get together. I'd love to see Crypt and Ali Reza against um, Seth and J-Blade in a tag team Ooh. match, in a title match. 
Heels versus heels, heels, mate. Just a dream. You heels know what I mean? Heels versus heels. I don't care anymore. Um, so that's, yeah, our most approved wrestlers. I've gone for Krita, you've gone for Ali Reza. Yeah. Uh, should we say, uh, should we go breakout star of the year? Oh, breakout star of the year. Breakout star of the year. I'll, I'll fire ahead with this one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Roxy. I think unbelievable. Um, the way she's matured in that ring from being a shy young girl uh, to being a girl who can hold the arena kind of in the palm of her hand. Um, she had a great match against Daisy Jenkins. Um, she had a great uh, match against a former NXT uh, lady um, as well. Um, I, I, I just think she's really developed and showed a lot of improvement. And she she knows who she is in that ring. She's got little glimpses of Lita. She's got little glimpses of Darby Allen. But all in all, she's Roxy. She does her thing. The crowd love her. The yep. crowd adore her. Um, it was um, the the match actually um, where she was. Who was she against? Uh, the the was it the girl from NXT? Um, a, a male. A a male. A male. Yeah, a male. Um, the French. The French. Yeah, the French girl yeah, yeah, yeah. from NXT. Uh, yeah, a, a male. A male. Yeah. Um, they had a great match, and but the pop is the pop for me. Yeah. And I looked around at you and I said, "We got a star on our hands." Yeah, here. exactly. Um, you, 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 if you looked at the two competitors and you went off pops, you'd think Roxy's the one who's come from through the way. Yeah, and that's the biggest compliment you could say. Because you even a banger with uh, Daisy Jenkins as well. Yes, yeah. she did. She did yeah. have a banger with Daisy and Daisy Jenkins. Little yeah. shout out to her as well. She was fantastic yeah, she was. as well. I'd love to see her back. Um, but there is a women's tournament round the corner. There is. Which is going to be starting very soon. Uh, well, it has started. Obviously, she, she beat Amel in, yep. the, in the first match. Um, will we see, do you reckon we'll see her go all the way in this? You know what? Or is it a bit too early for that? I would think that she wouldn't go all the way. Right. I would think that she gets to the final and maybe loses it to someone. Okay. Yep. That's fair. Because still young, still wet behind the still ears. Still young, yep. I think she still needs to graph. Maybe maybe it needs to go on to it next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get that sort of crowd behind her to push him. Well, once she wins about, what is it? Yeah. Oh, if she wins about, if there is about, we're not sure. How do you improve? Where do you go from there? Kind of stale. It can it can kind of stall you a bit, can't it? Because you also need the the issue. Any well, is it for has, about? Is it for? We don't know. We don't know. For, but it'd be great if... for about. That could be oh, another. Women's title would be, be fantastic. Yeah. yeah. But any wrestler needs to really have that skill set on the mic. And I think she just needs to improve that a little bit more. She's great in the ring, but you've seen people who are not good on the mic not make it long-term as a champion. 100%, but she's so young. She is. She can get better on the mic. Oh, she will She will get better. That's the whole well, thing. We don't know. She will. We've not really heard her on the mic. We've, we've obviously seen her um, do a couple of promos, backstage promos and that, and she was fantastic on that. Um, but like we say, she's young. She's a, she was a rookie. First year. What more can you ask for? She's been absolutely fantastic. And to to to, to say that she was a little showcase kind of thing at the start of the year, to now being one of the main people people come and see. You've got little girls there with Roxy signs, like skateboards and stuff. And she you could you could brand her, you could put merch on her, she could be absolutely massive for the company DXB to be honest with you. Oh, for little young like little young uh females yeah, or little, girls yeah. in the in the country wanting to do what she does. Yeah. That'd be amazing. A good, what a good sort of like, uh, what do they call them? Uh, role model. Role model. There yeah. we go. What a good role model. Hey, she could part be. Part of the pun with the rolling yeah, on the, uh, exactly. the skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're, uh, 
Well, I've said mine. Have you, have you said yours? Not yet, mate. All oh, right, uh, so it's not, it's not the same. Here it's, we go. It's Koya Burn. Koya Burn. Koya Burn. I mean, it, I, was, I was debating which one. And the reason why Koya Burn's a breakout star for me is because of the challenges he's had this year. Yeah. Not only is his quadruple duty Koya, there's not only yeah. does he ref as well yeah. and help with all the production and everything, everything, but he's also the medallion holder. Yes. He needs to. Well, I don't really want to say this because we're not a fan of this guy. He needs to finish the story. Wow. Yeah. Wow. He needs to finish the story. New champ. He needs to climb to the top. He does need to climb to the top. But for me, I had a little thing written down here, but it's to do with him climbing to the top, but not reaching that goal. Right. So yeah. failing. Failing. He needs, he's, he's, he's a breakout star. But he never even won the medallions, did he really? No. Shane gave, gave them to, to him. him. But he's also trying to get there. He also went up against Spike Trevay. He did. And he put on a hell of a match he as well. He did. Jollibee. And that was last minute, yeah. by the way. That was a last minute call up because someone else didn't show up. So he came in a couple of days notice yep. and put on a hell of a match with, with a progress champion. Because I, I had a whole thing here about him and why he wouldn't reach it. But that's because I've got a prediction for a next world champion next this year. But that's... And our yearly prediction show. Yearly prediction. Okay. But so, he I gets mean, there. I mean, Koya would have been my shout as well. Yeah. I just think Roxy... How can you go ahead of Roxy? It's it's not to devalue what Koya's done this year. He's been fantastic. Yeah. But I think Koya has kind of blown onto the scene. Whereas I think Roxy has built built foundations and she's got better and better and better and better and better every single show. Every single show. She's stepping up, 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 up. And, you know, the sky's the limit for her. That's true. I think there's a limit on Koya. Whereas Roxy, I think she can break through the... You think there's a roof for Koya? I think there's a roof for Koya. And you can't go any further? No, I don't. Yeah? But it's, 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 a, different, it's a few different factors, isn't it? Roxy's age. Do you see Koya as a champion, though? He's a medallion holder. Do you see him as maybe he cashes in, or do you think it's going to be another case of he cashes in and loses it? I don't think Koya needs a belt. No? No, I don't. I don't see Koya as a champ. No. No. I don't. I've got to be honest. Yeah, it's fine. I, d- I don't. I love him. That's why we call it touch grass, mate. We're not here to please people. No, one hundred percent. It's yeah. got to be honest. I, do I see Koya as a world as a world champion or a champion in general? Big no, difference. The DXB champion. No, no, no. I don't like number one. I don't like belts being passed around anyway. I think we've had too many champions in DXB. I think that last year was it MK Shaheen Maloney Nova, Nova uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. That's five champs. It's a lot in the space of twelve months. In space of like eight, sh- nine, ten yeah, shows. Yeah, that's true. That's that's too much. Yeah. So I'm not a fan of that. Um, and do I think Koya's around there? No, I think he's a mid-carder, which is a compliment. I think he's a Dolph Ziggler. I think he's a Dolph Ooh. Ziggler. You, you, you don't need to be a world champion, but you always enjoy his matches. He always gives it 100%. The crowd's always with him. You'll always love him. You'll always enjoy him, but he doesn't need to be the guy. So he's like the gatekeeper. You, you can know, call him a gatekeeper. He goes through. If yeah. You, if you go through, you're up. To get you, there, yeah. 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 He gatekeeps that mid-card. Yeah. And I think if you bring in a mid-card title, then that's Koya all day. Oh. He could have a two, three-year run yeah. as a mid-card champion. That's not... He's an intercontinental champion. Look at look at the, the champions there's been. Mr. Perfect. True. You know, uh, Randy Savage. You know, these these kind of... You know, like I said, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, he was The Miz. You don't need to be... The top of the, the top of the, the apple tree. No. Go into Gunter. Go and take your uni, your, your intercontinental championship, your mid card title. 
roll with it. Make that yours. I tell you what, forget the DXP world title. Make that more valuable. Come and see me for my title. Because that, that's flipped and flopped six times. But this one, no one could grab this out of my hands. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's where I'm getting with that. But yeah, we digress. I like that. Breakout star of the year, Roxy. And Koya. We'll me. see, we'll see. Um, most exciting moment of the year. Um, do you want to take this one away or? Most exciting moment was one more so for me than anything else. All right. I, I've, I've touched on it before. It was when I got to meet Trent Seven. Wow. Yeah, just a big fan. Just a big, just a, just a lovely fan. It was the most exciting moment for me. And you know why? Because I couldn't wait for him to come out. Yeah, the music hit. Because that, Seven Nation. That, oh, mate. Stop Seven the Nation lights. Nine. Yeah, that was amazing. I was going off on. I was going off there. Just yeah. having fun. Yeah. No, I get that. Trent was a great guy, by it the way. A, he was. And it was just an exciting moment for me to see that guy just absolutely crush it and put his title on the line. So seeing him live. And putting a title on his line. Title. So when he announced that it was for the title. Oh, mate. Stop. And Fires could win that? Yeah, that was a massive moment. And it's like, what? This is exciting now. It added a whole new stipulation, which it did anyway, to the match. And now we're on our seats going, what if? What if it happens? It could be exciting. It could blow up DXB if Fires won that title and pinned him. And then you've got the title here. I like that. What's going on? So should we we summarize it as most side moment of the year, Trent putting his title on the line. Yeah, yeah. But meeting him for me, personally. But meeting him as well. All right, I, I like that. Um, I'm going to go with Shaheen's return for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo, Ooh. where he came back to, to save uh, Lamrod. Um, I, I got to do the voiceover for that. I wasn't able to go to the show where it happened, but I've seen the, uh, obviously I've watched all the footage, cut together the promo, the, uh, the the pre-show, and the pop from the crowd. It was one hell of a surprise. Um, he was dressed as... Uh, is El Muerto as well, I believe. Again? Um, yeah, I think again. Oh. Um, oh, no, that was a flashback, actually. That was his first return, wasn't yeah. it? Right, let's specify. The return for the New Japan Pro Wrestling Dojo. Yeah. That was it. Um, and he came in and made the save for Lamrod. And it was just an amazing moment. No one knew Shaheen was back. No one knew he was coming back in. And the crowd went absolutely ballistic for it. And just a great moment, a great all-time moment, a great pop, uh, and a great ending to a feud of the year. Yeah. For me. That was a good pop. It was his music hit and the crowd went absolutely crazy. Yeah. Hell of a pop. Hell of a pop. And obviously having Shaheen back in the country is because we didn't know. We didn't know if he'd come back. We didn't know if he was staying in New Japan Dojo. We didn't know he was staying in America. We didn't know where he was going to go to Japan. We thought we'd lost Shaheen, the homegrown superstar, but he's back in the game. That was it, yeah. We thought that was it. We did. Um, So that's my... Uh, most exciting moment of the year. Um, let's move into this one now. Uh, we're going to go with uh, the best mic work. Now, there's a few standouts here. Uh, I've got three standouts in particular. Oh, do you want to name your third place and runner-up? <sighs> so I don't know where to rank them. That's or the do issue. you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. Not a huge fan, but it's KJ. The okay. reason why I'm saying KJ is because he absolutely delivered on the heel front. Oh, yeah. Putting over people like uh, Jay Blade and Zephyr. Yeah. Putting over Fires, putting over D'Angelo. Yeah. Putting over Ali Reza. He absolutely owned it on the microphone. He was not a big fan. People weren't the big fan of him, but I would say that he got a lot of heat and made that sort of heel side of DXB a lot 
more. It was black or white. Yeah, and it was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. well, he's in my three. He's in your three. Lamrod's in there as yeah. well. I think he's fantastic on the mic as well. You know, he, he's such a generic baby face as well. He's so baby. He you know? is. He is. He used to be a heel as well. Remember? But, but he could. He, I think he can flip that switch like that. Oh. Uh, whereas KJ is just the, the like you say. If we're gonna go for the biggest heel as well, which isn't a category. Uh, but this kind of links into it. KJ would win hands down, yep. I think, as well. Uh, but I'd like to throw Nova in there as well. I think Nova's had, a, had another great year on the mic. Um, a different style, but knows how to uh, project the character of what he is through words. That's uh, true. The way that he harmonises the words, the way that he speaks, the manipulation of the talking, the sounds, the raising. I just think if you look into what he actually does on the mic, it's a lot more technical than what Lamrod and KJ do. But KJ just knows how to play the crowd, to be to be chicken, you know what. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to go with you. I think KJ Ooh. deserves it. And I think I think KJ deserves it. Mate, well, maybe we, we put it to best mic work and do another Lamrod v KJ feud. Oh, we put even uh, Nova in there as well. Maybe put them put yeah. Nova in there as yeah, well. Three of them. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think KJ. I think KJ deserves it because the, the continuity, the, the pure hatred at times in that crowd uh, was quite fantastic to see. The surprise person on the microphone for me, thinking about it, was D'Angelo. Yeah, he, he stepped up this year. He did. He put, he put on some, we're like, whoa, we never heard him speak like that before on the mic. Agreed. And I think yeah. it's more his confidence to do it as well. Yeah, uh, You're always going to sound good when you're confident in it. And he will grab that mic and he will go at it. Yeah. Uh, one one who wasn't great on Weto. No. I uh, don't know where he's gone. Gone, I think. Gone. Yeah. Finito. Gone Finito as... Finito Muerto. Um, right, entrance of the year. little fun one here now. Um, you or me? Uh, you, mate, go. I- I'm going to go with Shaheen. Oh. Backstreet Boys entrance. Oh, that was a banger. That was a banger. That yeah. was a banger. He came out all denim. Yeah, all denim. Double all denim. denim. Double, double denim. denim. Yeah, yeah, double denim. Double D. Yeah. Um, and he put on a hell of a show. Backstreet Boys, I won it that way. Absolute all-time classic. Um, it was fantastic. Uh, the whole crowd was singing. It was a bit of a surprise. It was throwback, wasn't it? So it was a throwback yeah. show. Uh, but we had some great themes that night. So I don't know if your best entrance of the night is alongside that. It's not. No. Are we going Trent again? We're going Trent, mate. We're going Trent. We're going Trent. I mean, you can't. You can't, because I said it before. I touched on it before. I was like, Seven Nation Army just absolutely get into it when he comes out. And it just reminds me of darts as well. Yeah, yeah. Fangu. Yeah, I I mean, I saw that coming from a mile away. Uh, But yeah, big shout out to Johnny Evers as well. Came out to Triple H and did the spray. Uh, Sexy Sam came out to Stone Cold. He did. So there were some amazing entrances this year. But um, yeah, I'm going to stick with Shaheen, Backstreet Boys. Thought it was a big pop. Came out of nowhere uh, and it was good fun. It was good. And Trent Seven Nation's Army was just, it just set the mood. Yeah. It? It, it fit well, didn't it? It was like serious. Yeah, throwing, the, throwing the towel. Throwing the towel. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've got two different ones there. Uh, last couple now. Uh, the Unsung Hero Award. Um, this doesn't mean that they're not appreciated. No. It just means that I think the whole package of what they do uh, the work they put in, uh, wearing different hats, all that kind of stuff. It, it may go unnoticed in that grand scheme of who's the best wrestler, who's got yeah. the best music. Uh, I'm going to go with Koya Burn. Koya Burn, eh? Yeah, Koya Burn for Unsung Hero. Yeah. I'm going to go for Nova Knox. Nova Knox, okay. For and, an Unsung Hero. And yeah. why? Well, he had the title at the start. He did. Dropped it. Great rain, by the way. Great rain. Dropped it. Yeah. Uh, then wasn't their title wasn't seen for a couple of uh, pay-per-views. No, it that. wasn't, yeah. Two yeah. or three, yeah. But then Nova Knox sort of just went a little bit into the shadows after that. 
He did. He was, but I think he still grinded and put in the hard work. He was still a heel, the galactic superstar. You know, he put on some amazing events. His flexibility, his chemistry, his ability in the ring, but not really showing the respect that he deserves. I that's fair enough. Yeah. I think that's fair yeah. enough. I think they're two good picks, completely different. Uh, Koya, I mean, does it really need to be said? Um, amazing at refing. Um, helps with the ring because um, we see stuff behind as well production um, he's improved in the ring as we just discussed yeah. you, you called him your most improved wrestler um, just a great all around great guy all around great guy um, but to see everything that he puts in it's just fantastic obviously with the Jolly Bee as well giving us Jolly Bee you know that's got to be an unsung hero award just for giving us Jolly Bee exactly first time I tried it my favourite fried chicken now it's banging yeah it's the best fried chicken maybe and he's unsung hero. Maybe he's trying to get sponsors. Well, he is, he yeah. Put they it, reposted him. Yeah. They reposted us. Yeah. And we reposted about it. Keep putting Jollibee in the works, in the visions. 100%. Yeah. And it won't be long before we see Koya's face on the Jollibee logo. Oh, imagine that. Jollibee. Or a, or a Koya, Koya combo. <laughs> Koya combo. Yeah. Jollibee. Yeah. Uh, right. Disappointment of the year. Um, second to last segment here. Um, I'm going to go first. Yeah, if go. you don't mind. Yeah. I'm going to say, because there was a couple... But my biggest disappointment of the year was Zephyr and Jay Blair dropping the titles. Ooh. I was absolutely devastated. I thought that we've already discussed it as well with Zephyr and Jay Blair being the, the tag team of the year. I feel that their run came too short. It was too short. Uh, I thought they were doing amazing business. I think they were becoming a real staple. I, I, I believe that they were also main eventing as well. They became a main event act. And I believe when they dropped it, you kind of lost that main event act. And whereas I've always looked to Shaheen could be a main event act, the championship could be a main event act, mm-hmm. and then the tag team titles uh, being Zephyr, under Zephyr and Jay Blade, I believe you had three categories for main events at every show. And I believe you dropped it to two. And with Shaheen leaving as well, you dropped it to one. Yeah. 100%. And for me, it was a big disappointment. It was a big drop. No, no, again, no malice to Sexy Sam and, and Johnny Ebers. Their time should have come at some point, but I believe it came too early. Yeah, 100% agree with that. 100% agree, but it's not my pick. Wow, here we go then. Disappointment of the year was Nova Knox dropping the belt to MK. 100%. Very similar. Yep, dropped the belt um, and then vacated the belt for two pay-per-views. Yeah. Two pay-per-views, the DXB Championship was not on the line. The staple, the technically the only single belt, it is. Well, it is, no, it is. Yeah. Uh, that, that didn't exist in DXB for gone on two Far months. Far too long, yeah. Even even longer. I and, think it even went even longer than that. And also the prestige of what it had. Yeah. Dan Maloney having it. Nova, Shaheen, great title runs. Yeah. Nova, very similar. He should have been on a, a hell of a run. Like Zephyr and Jay Blaze should have gone on as well. It should have gone on for six, seven, eight, ten months. At least if you drop the belt, yeah, and there's a two-month gap between it being available again, Make a storyline out of it. Yeah. Do something. Tell the crowd why it's not there. Tell the viewers what's happened. It doesn't have to be the right story. It just has to be the right story for the company. Yeah. That they it's dropped about. This is what's happened. Now it's up for grabs. You know? And they should have gone into the next pay-per-view, nailed it on the head, and went, belt's up for grabs. We go again. Not wait for two months. Yeah. 100% I, agree. I don't know what happened in the back, but whatever happened, happened. But they should have understood that. You don't go see the WWE belt or the AEW belt disappear unless it's been thrown off a bridge into the water. And by the way, it was at such a big event. It Sacred was. Sand. Yeah. So it was, you know, it was, it was 
obviously it was a nice ending to a, a hellacious event. Yeah. But then to have no momentum and no cap- capitalise on it or anything like that, it was it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Dead in the water after that. It was. And it, it's 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 not even got back its prestigiousness yet. It is. It's getting momentum back and back. But the back momentum and back. Was, was was massively oh, lost. It was We lost just, months. Yeah. We lost months. Months of storylines, months, months of everything. Months of storylines. It had to get redone all over again from scratch. And it also diminished, diminished Nova as well Yeah, for a long period of time. Uh, so I think that's fair enough. Very similar. Uh, right, we don't want to end on a flat note though, uh, our first podcast back. Um, should we summarise and go for our Touchgrass Wrestling Wrestler of the Year? I'll yes, let you should. take it. All away. right, I am going for the hatchet. But a close second would be Roxy. On her debut year, the woman... Wrestler of the XP, basically. Yeah, 100%. Unbelievable. But I have to give it to Ramsey. He's come on the podcast. He's promoted his belt. And he has given thoughts. And everything he said on the podcast, he has delivered on. And I think he... I don't even remember him losing this year. No, I and don't. And if he has lost, I don't remember it. All I remember him is winning. Winning, winning, and doing what he said. He's going to tap people out. Or he's going to put them in the grave. And he's done that every single time and has finished 2023 off and gone into 2024 as the DXB champion. And he's, what he said, he's delivered. Uh, I mean, I can't complain with that. Yeah. Um, again, with me, it was very similar. Because uh, you've got to summarize the whole year. Yeah, It can't just be you know, the last couple of months or the no. first couple of months because it, it fl- flips and changes. Uh, it was again between me, between um, Ramsey and Roxy. Yeah. Two hours. Um, and I've actually gone Ramsey as well. Yeah. I think it's clinical. Yeah. I think a former medallion holder, did, did he did he cash in as well and, and then get the opportunity, the vacant match against Fies or something as well to win the medallion? Yeah. Uh, to, to win the world title. There was a bit of confusion in that as well. But he's had a great year. Like I say, a great match against El Guapo in there as well. He held his own in, he was also featured in the match of the year, uh, the multi-man match of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's been in there as well. Um, very different to every other wrestler we have in the company. Very technical. I love a technician. Uh, like you say, he's been on the podcast multiple times. Um, he's uh, his knowledge of, of of the game is fantastic as well. Um, he's also improved in the ring. Like I say, had some barnstormers and 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 legitimised the title. And he took that hard role of legitimising an unlegitimate title after it lost its kind of uh, dignity for a couple of months. Yeah. So I think we have to agree on that. It was very close though between Roxy. Another shout out to Roxy. She's been unbelievable this year. She has. She uh, but I think Ramsey takes it. Yeah, I, unquestionable for me. Really. Unquestionable. Because even at the start of the year, you knew he was. Yep. Yep. He delivered on every single performance in the ring. Always showed up. Yep. Showed up ill. Yep. Sick. I remember when we met him, he had laryngitis or something. Yep. He couldn't talk. But he still got in that ring. He had an absolute hellacious match with Fires. I think it went to a no DQ and a, a double count out. I think yeah. it did. So to come in sick and compete like that as well, fantastic. So and some banger merchandise as well. What great I say. merch! I've got yeah, the merch, yeah, the hatchet do. merch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Touchgrass Wrestling, uh, Touchgrass Wrestling's Wrestler of the Year, none other than Thomas the Hatchet Ramsey. Unbelievable. Uh, so that's our year on review. Yes, it was. Um, so we've got a hell of a year to come. Uh, make sure you check out. This podcast, there is also going to be another podcast coming. Uh, our predictions for the year. Um, we'll run through a couple of ideas on that. And then we're going to be having the uh, preview for the event coming up as well. 13th. Uh, the 13th. We will be there live in action uh, doing comms on that as well. I'm sure you get to hear that at some point. Uh, but yeah, Touchgrass Wrestling is back. We've got a new jingle. We do. It's absolutely fantastic. Let us know. And make sure, uh, after you give this a listen, 
There is going to be a poll on Instagram. Make sure you put your opinions in there as well. We will do votes on where things were split. We've got it all noted down. Uh, and yeah, you could have the final say. But as far as we're concerned, uh, there are opinions. And uh, if you don't like it, oh, I've missed this. Go out there and touch some grass. <laughs>